You're listening to The Birdbath, presented by The Fountain Report. I'm your host, Ryan Leach. Welcome back to The Birdbath. Each week, we'll be scraping the surface of the news you need to know. So let's get into it. Look out for maple syrup-flavored dog treats. Chewy's planning an expansion into the Canadian market. The e-commerce giant is looking to grow internationally, and Toronto is the first market they'll be looking to test outside of the United States. Historically, Canadian shoppers have favored brick-and-mortar retailers, but in 2020, they saw a major change in that activity. The country's online purchasing channels exploded by 75%, while COVID and the pandemic were part of that. Globally, and especially in the United States, there was only a 36% growth in that same time period. Chewy's definitely making continuous efforts to ingrain themselves deeper into the veterinary medicine space with their Care Plus insurance offering, an acquisition of Petabyte and its Rhapsody practice management software in 2022, telemedicine consults, as well as a full blitz of their practice hub marketplace. We've talked about crystal balls here before, but I am expecting personally to see some brick and mortar veterinary presence from Chewy in the near future. A story with a lot of buzz, but maybe very little teeth, is around layoffs at Vet Strategy. IVC Evidencia reduced staff numbers at Vet Strategy clinics in Canada. Seems like we're having a very northern episode this week. Sources within Vet Strategy say that about 10 doctors and 70 support staff were laid off, but an internal note says that layoffs are temporary and IVC hopes to have staff back to work as soon as possible. Now, as I said, this is a story that's getting a lot of attention, but to put this into perspective, Vet Strategy operates 270 clinics across nine provinces in Canada. If you were to think about that as a three-doctor average, you're looking at quite a few doctors and a very small percentage of that. Unfortunately, you know we never want to see people losing jobs or being laid off, but it does not seem like a major impact to the total bottom line of the business. I believe the timing is what's causing this story to rise to the top of many people's news feeds because it coincides with IVC layoffs in the UK and Europe. Those layoffs were a result of outsourcing and shifting of financial roles within the company. If we see more coming from the region up north, we'll make sure to let you know. Much like Sandra Bullock behind the wheel in speed, there are new wildcats hitting the road. On August 24th, University of Arizona College of Veterinary Medicine will graduate its first class of 106 DVMs. Started in just 2020, the curriculum's unique in that it spans three years instead of the traditional four. Another distinct aspect about the program, according to the university, is that students interact with live animals from the very beginning, unlike conventional four-year programs in which students often don't have the opportunity to touch animals until their third year. Graduates specialize in various disciplines, including emergency and critical care, small animal general practice, equine medicine, and mixed animal practices. The university reports that about half of the graduates already have accepted positions. So congratulations to all the new doctors. Go Wildcats. Mars is set to acquire SynLab Vet, a European reference lab company. SynLab will join Mars Pet Care's growing footprint in Europe. SynLab will be in good company with Mars's portfolio of practices from Anycura, Banfield, Blue Pearl, Linnaeus, and VCA, and their growing list of lab and diagnostic businesses that started with Antec and most recently with their acquisition of Hesca this year. The Hesqua acquisition obviously is a big one overseas in Europe, 
Eska has a pretty deep portfolio as well of additional software and technology in their portfolio with a previous acquisition of VetZ. With $47 billion in annual sales, Mars is not struggling to find space to continue growing, and I cannot imagine this will be the last acquisition we hear about from the candy giant. If you're looking to improve your practice, Dr. Natalie Marks tackled controlled substance compliance gap in this week's Fountain Report. Some of the key highlights from the article that Dr. Marks pointed out are that when it comes to controlled substance management and veterinary practices, it's critical to know the vulnerabilities and liabilities these substances create for veterinarians and hospitals. A safe and a logbook are not enough to ensure compliance with drug enforcement administration requirements. Another issue that she found in her research was that practice owners don't always properly vet new hires before authorizing them to work with controlled substances. And employees working with controlled substances are not always properly authorized or trained to maintain an authorized user list. I have personally sat there and been part of one of these DEA checks when there wasn't clear reporting. If you think that something's scary when you have an emergency or a difficulty, imagine the DEA knocking on your door and not having those logs ready to go. Finally, Dr. Marks points that in some cases, controlled substances are improperly stored further preventing the practice from complying with DEA requirements. And as you all know, when there's a problem, there's always a company that's coming in trying to find a solution. Three companies that come to mind right off this are VetSnap, Cubex, and UI Devices. There's many more out there, and a lot of these could seem like pretty large investments up front for a clinic. But when you do just some brief research into what these fines that different practices out of compliances are seeing, we see regularly fines in the tens up to hundreds of thousands of dollars against a practice, not including loss of time, loss of employees, loss of wages, probationary actions, as well as a damage to the overall reputation of the clinic. Definitely something to, to dive deeper into. Check out Dr. Marks' article from this week's Fountain Report. In some fun activities, DVM360 has their Fetch Conference this weekend. Friday through Sunday, the vet world takes over Kansas City. A couple things that I'm going to be missing, because unfortunately I won't be there, but that I would definitely look out for are the block party at Bar K on Friday. If you remember last week's episode, we talked about that exact dog park and bar that I thought was so fun and spectacular and just recently received a private equity infusion. Check out Barcade's block party with DVM360's Fetch Conference. And another speech and a keynote that I'd love to hear is Dr. Bob Murtaugh discussing leadership on Sunday morning. If you're there at the show and you get some really cool highlights or anything that we've missed, be sure to reach out. I'd love to hear what you found the most valuable at the show in Kansas City this weekend. Wonderful news out of South Africa. Wild Spirit, a wildlife conservation and animal welfare group practicing in South Africa and Gabon, has successfully utilized an Apple Watch to be able to measure the pulse of the auricular arteries on an elephant under anesthesia. The elephant was sedated while traveling veterinary students worked out in the wilds of South Africa. Wild Spirit and their foundation bring international students to South Africa and Gabon to have hands-on experience. Guided by CEO Dr. Fabiola Quesada and Dr. Brandon Tyndall, students take a 12-day course through the country and learns the ups and downs of wildlife veterinary medicine conservation. I'm really curious. The picture that Dr. Quesada posted on her LinkedIn was really cool, and we'll make sure that we link it here. But 
what technology are you using in practice? What are things that maybe everyone sees each and every day, but they haven't thought about uh, utilizing in a different way? Have you thought ever thought about taking the Apple watch off your wrist and utilizing it to check out the pulse on maybe something a little smaller than an elephant? What technology are you using? Let us know. I'd love to report on it. Finally, if you're new to the veterinary industry and the bird bath has helped you wet your beak, you won't want to miss out on Intelligent's updated version of their highly acclaimed Fountains training program this October. The program is ideally suited for people who are new to the animal health industry for, and have been here for less than two years or anyone who might benefit from a broader understanding of what the entire industry brings. The program fills up pretty quickly. It's led by incredible people from all verticals in veterinary medicine. And if you want to supercharge your knowledge, check out the link in the description. For more on these stories and other top stories, join us by subscribing to The Fountain Report. There's a link in the bio. And don't miss out on any episodes of The Bird Bath by subscribing and rating the show. For The Bird Bath, I'm Ryan Leach. See you next week.